Welcome to episode 13 of I Can Ship It. We're your host. I'm Annette. I'm Ashley. And today we're going to be chatting about uh, fandom conventions. That's actually how the two of us met. Um, we are nerds and geeks. I think you figured that out by now. Shocker. But <laughs> we've learned, you know, a few things over our con-going experiences and some tips and tricks that, you know, we thought that that would just be a good little topic to kind of sit and have a little chat about. Um we're kind of done with conventions at the moment for the year, but, you know, we got con season starting up again after the first of the year. And um, we just wanted to talk to you guys about it and share what we've learned and what people have taught us and how, you know, to maybe if it's your first or if it's, you know, your second to maybe, you know, hope you get just a little bit of a better experience out of it. But, uh, you know, I, conventions, conventions can be daunting. I mean, don't get me wrong, especially if you're going by yourself. Like the first one I went, the first one I ever went to was Clexicon 2018. And it was like, it was definitely scary because I didn't know anybody really and truly know anybody. And, you know, there was thousands of people running around and like, I don't have anxiety about stuff like that, but um, it's still a little daunting and still a little nerve wracking, you know, going into unknown territory I mean, I've always, like, heard about conventions and you have known people that have gone, but, like, I've never experienced it myself until 2018. So, um, it's, it can be daunting, um, but at the same time, if you go in, you know, knowing what your strengths are when it comes to dealing with people and stuff of that nature, then you can kind of navigate it um, pretty easily. And then, too, like, I kind of... I kind of planned before I went, like, what panels I was going to see, um, kind of learned before where everything was as far as, like, where the large panel room was, um, you know, where the artist alley is, um, you know, just kind of, like, no, learning where everything is so I can navigate it a little bit easier, so I can get to things, you know, quicker, um, and, uh, you know, just make it a little easier on myself. So definitely would recommend, you know, go in knowing your strengths, have a plan. Because, like, people that go to cons that don't have a plan, it is overwhelming. Like, if you've never been before. If, if you've been to multiple ones before, you could kind of, you can use your veteran status and, like, you know, figure it out as you go. Because that's what I did this year when we went to Clexicon. Like, I had no plan. Like, literally, I was just running around doing whatever, what I happened to feel like it at that particular moment. Um, which was actually pretty liberating. Now that I think about it, I had I had more fun True. this year than I did last year because I was like stressed out about you know okay how am I gonna get to this point? I got to stand in line for X amount of time to do here to to get to this particular panel to get seats, and then I got to figure out how I'm gonna get to this other panel. But the lines are just astronomical and like like so it was a little stressing. Like I, it definitely can be stressing, but this year like. I was just kind of like, all right, I kind of want to go to this panel, so I'll go. If I get seats, great. If I, if I have to stand up, I'll catch this shit on YouTube. So um, that was kind of my, like, motto going in for 2019. It was just kind of yeah. like, I mean, whatever. Well, the first, the first thing, you know, to remember about a convention is because there's various sizes. Like, you know, the first one I ever went to was Dragon Con 2015, and it was to see the cast of Lost Girl. Mm-hmm. I had never been to... A, a quote-unquote fandom convention like I had done music fest or you know things like that yeah but this is one where you actually were going to meet the cast and Dragon Con is I would say uh, I can't be I'm not going to give you a 100 percent but it's 
it's on par with San Diego Comic Con. Like yeah, it's I feel big. like they're yeah, they're it's huge and it's spread out mm. through many hotels all over the city of Atlanta. So, you know, I had a friend, Natalie. You've all everybody knows Natalie and has yet to sit talk to her. But <laughs> right. uh, Nat had done several of these because she's really big into horror. And I kind of get the feeling that's where everything started was like these horror conventions. Mm-hmm. And then the other fandoms kind of took them and was like, hey, you know, with sci-fi, urban fantasy, you know, steampunk. They had all these other things that kind of fell into that. And so all these other conventions kind of started popping up. And, you know, comics, a lot of, you know, everybody's into superheroes. So you've got comics, you've got toy convention. Well, you have, you know, there may be somewhere you've got the comic artists that are there. And so it's not just celebrities. It's, you know, all of these people that make these fantasy things that we love to watch or love to read or listen to, you know, podcasts, things like that. Um, so, you know, I was a little bit scared because I was like, I had no idea how this was going to go down. And that's mm-hmm. like, girl, you're go- there's going to be a room. The cast is going to be in there because that's all I did that year was went to see Lost Girl. Like, so it- I kept it very narrow for myself. Like, I- these are the only people I wanted to see was mm-hmm. the Lost Girl cast. And then there was going to be a Lost Girl panel. Um, and so, you know, I would say for your first one, like a smaller, uh, even if it's yeah. a big con, know what you really want to see, you know, um, because I'm not going to lie. When I walked in that into Dragon Con, into like the Marriott Marquis in Atlanta the first time, like it was a little bit overwhelming for the census because mm-hmm. the cosplay is amazing. Yeah. First of all, any of these conventions you go to, there's some amazing cosplays there. But there's so many people, and everybody's got their own thing they're into. But mm-hmm. never once did I feel unwelcome or anything like that. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, you're into this, I'm into this. So let's talk about it, let's chat about it. And then, you know, Klexicon was still, it was a it was a more niche, but it was still a bigger con. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I've done some of the comic and toy conventions, like to go see uh, Bo Smith or, um, you know, some of the... I, would, I don't want to say be actors and actresses, but there's been some smaller people that I've, you know, would necessarily want to see. And I mean, honestly, for me, all of them's kind of been the same, but I do always have a plan. I know the list of people I want to see. Um, <laughs> you know, I have my ticket yeah. and I try to get that, you know, a couple of weeks before they're going to put that panel, like you said, the panel list mm-hmm. out. They're going to have, if there's shops, they're going to have all of this. So go in, go in prepared. Because you're going to have to pick and choose. Uh, yeah. There's only, you know, maybe two or three days for a con. So you're going to have to, you know, maybe you want to go see this Winona Earp panel. But it's, you know, at the same time that they're going to be having, um, you know, the Legends of Tomorrow cast signing. So which one do you want? Yeah, I like, honestly, like, that's all sound advice. Because, like, you, the pick and choose thing, you're not going to be able to do everything. Like, I don't care if it's a small con, if it's a, you know, San Diego Comic Con size one, you're not going to be able to do it. Like, you have to prioritize what you want to see, what you want to do, you know, and go from there. Like, like I said, I mean, if you're just kind of going just to experience whatever, then you can just do whatever you want. But if you're actually there with some purpose of, okay, I wanted to see the Legends of Tomorrow, you know, cast or whatever. Whatever it is that you're you're initially going for, obviously that's going to be your priority, and you plan around that. Like so, 2018 was you know Root and Shaw were there, so that was the main reason why I went was for personal. Amen, Root girl. Shaw. So Amen. I prioritized everything around them, and then worked my way out. So I knew I was going to be like I. St- oh God, I stood in line 
for two and a half hours for that panel. Two and a half hours standing in line, general admissions line for two and a half hours. I got there. I was like number, I think I was like number 15 in line or something like that. Like I got there really mm-hmm. early because I had I had heard that pretty much all of the panels, the lines had been ridiculous. So I was like, okay, I know I'm not going to do anything but just stand in line pretty much all morning. So, uh, you know, so I planned accordingly for that. And then with the photo ops, uh, or not photo ops, I'm sorry, with autos, um, and here's a tip, pro tip, guys. If you're standing in line and you have multiple things you have to do, make a friend because really and truly yeah. helps because we were able, A, we were able to become friends by standing in line um, waiting for autographs. And then how we became friends is Annette had to go to a photo, you had to go to a photo op, right? With um, mm-hmm. Kyler, right? Yeah. Annette went to a photo yes, op. With Kyler. And she didn't want to lose her place in line for Amy Acker. So I was like, well, I mean, I, it really, it truly, like, I, there was no motive on my part. I was just like, I, I saw you were here. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a mean person. Like, I'm not going to jump we you in We had enjoyed line. talking to each other. Yeah. You know, so, so I was like, just... I was like, well, I'll, I, you know, I got your place. Like, it's not a big deal. And she's like, would you do that for me? I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, you know, here's, and that was like, here's my number. You just text me when it's my turn and I will run back over here and get it done. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I mean, it, it was no effort on my part because I was literally standing right behind her. So I didn't have to do anything, you know? And so she made a friend. So she was able to go get her stuff done and not worry about losing her place in line because we ended up having to stop. We literally got stopped. Like I was, I think and there was one person in front of Annette and then Annette and then me. Mm-hmm. And then these uh, two <laughs> French, this set of twins behind us. Um, which is another <laughs> look they were hardcore they they were going to be anybody down that tried to cut us hell they yes the they were people. they were going to cut you like <laughs> literally physically cut you if you tried to cut the line like there are these chicks who tried to cut in front of uh they actually tried to cut in front of pretty much all of us and we yeah, were like nah, numbers yeah we we're like no 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 and then like these these uh french sisters they were going off they were like no you cut the line you gotta go i mean just losing it and i'm just like i'm just gonna stand out of the way so they don't direct any of that anger and frustration at me but they didn't they were like nope she was here and then her friend was here that she's holding the spot for i was like yeah i was like i have two spots that i'm standing for but moral of the story is make friends in line because a if you have situations like that where they cut the line off because i think uh amy and sarah had to go do their panel or so or they had to go oh no they had to do photo ops they had to go do photo photo ops so they had to stop the line short um so we got little post-its with numbers as to where we were in line. So when they came back for their second session of autos, we could just go to the front of the line um, after the VIPs had gone. Then we could do our thing. So, you know, make a friend because you can actually be in two places at once, essentially. Um, and, you know, do that with a grain of, of you know, safety you know don't don't be trusting of everyone it you know i mean honestly really and truly it wasn't going to be a big deal had you know i cheated in that and just been like i don't remember this chick like it was a line she didn't give me any money (laughs) or anything like that you know so it wasn't anything you know no kind of exchange of currency or anything like that but you know be be cognizant of it but really and truly like you actually can make friends like i made a ton of friends just stop just talking to people in line like i mean that's the thing because a lot of us we do, let's face it, we, if we're going to these fandoms, 
our friends are probably either we meet them at the fandom, in the fandom, um, whether that's online or at a convention or anything like that. Um, yeah. Or, you know, for me, you know, yes, I have, we all have several, or I have several friends. I know you do. I mean, we have lives outside of just fandom stuff. Yeah. But um, when we go to these things, a lot of times we're going by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact, you know, Natalie and I came to Vegas together, but we had separate interest even at that con, even though we were going to the same con. So, you, you know, maybe, yeah, girl. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought 2019 uh, was your first time. I didn't know she that. Was, that was our first year of going because mm-hmm. when it happened in 2017, I, we weren't able to go. Like, it was one of those things we kept looking at, looking at, looking at. And then, like, literally five days before the con, they announced Sarah and Amy, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 I was yeah. eating my heart out. And I told Natalie right then, I said, I don't care who's there next year. I said, yes, I want them to be there. I said, but honestly, I said, this is like one of those things that I feel like is very special because it's very LGBT centric. That mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, he- you know, heavy focus on the on the B, I would think. But, yeah. um, you know, to be in that environment, not have to worry about, oh, is somebody going to know if I'm gay, if I'm bisexual, if I'm trans or you know, lesbian, anything, anything you identify other than hetero, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be whatever you are there. So that was that I wanted that experience. Um, So, you know, that was the thing, you know, yes, we went in 2018, but she still, she wanted to do more of the photo ops and the, you know, she was into the autographs as well. I wanted some of the photo ops, some of the autographs, but I really wanted to take part in those panels and things. Mm -hmm. So being able to be in line with Ashley, um, you know, at Sarah, and getting to, you know, meet her there, talk, you know, talk about things. Because the thing of it is, you're going to have to wait. Um, yeah, it is what it you're is. You're not just going to walk. <laughs> any of the bigger people that you want to meet, you're not going to just be able to walk up to them and say, nope. hey. Um, if it's somebody with a following, you're definitely going to have to have a little bit of a wait. I mean, perfect example. I went with uh, Natalie to a convention just a couple weeks ago in Kentucky. It's a small one. I mean, literally, it's in a ballroom of a of a convention center there. Um, and it was very horror, horror um, and, you know, uh, like gory, you know, like Jason, Freddy, um, Haunting of Hill House. That is the one horror thing I watch Will and Lee, I will admit that. But, that you know, it was very much that um, they had a scream reunion, so it was very much that type of thing. But, you know, there they did have... Elvira was at it, and then, but they had Nev Campbell was there. Um, let's see, uh, Jamie Kennedy, David Arquette, you know, all of the big ones from Scream, they were there. Well, you were going to have to wait in line for them because those were the big names that were there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when we went to meet uh, Kate um, Siegel from Haunting of Hill House, like you know, literally we got to just walk up to her; it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Um, you know. You might wait 10, 15 minutes to see somebody like that. But whereas when we met Carla Gugino, which has been in several things, you know, she's done Hill House. She did Sin City. She's been in like, you know, New Year's Eve. She's done Gerald's she's Game. A lot of I mean, stuff. several. Even I know that name. Yeah. So, you know, we probably waited an hour, hour and 15. You know, both of us wanted to get that. But and the thing was, the only two people I went to get was Kate and Carla. Because you have to have a budget because these people cost money. Yeah. Um, that's, next that's just next it. part of our topic book. for today. Yeah, we'll budget. get into that in a minute. Total segue. So those are the two that I was going to see, but Nat had her list and her budget, and she wanted to see 
Nev Campbell and Malin Ackerman and it was a it was a several other. So I would I'd go wait in line with her. Or if she needed, like, hey, Ned, I'm going to be in this line. Can you hold me here? So, I mean, it was just that type of thing. And it was just having that buddy and being, like Ashley said, being able to be two places at one time. God, it works so greatly. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's, I will be honest with you. If you see me at a con, you may not know my face. Find a picture. It'll be, you can see us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, I always tag myself. So that's not an issue. And you're like, if you're by yourself and you need somebody to be your friend, you know what? Let us know because we're not yeah. above that. No. We we enjoy that. We like talking to people about this. Mm-hmm. I talk to strangers all the time. And like, like perfect example, like this year uh, at Clexicon, um, we were sitting at a bar. Uh, this was like the night. Was it two nights before? Is it the night or two nights before yeah, the this, con actually This is where started. this podcast came from, people. Yeah. We Exclusive. were literally, we this were sitting at the, born. we were sitting at the bar and, you know, I, I was waiting for Annette because I think, I think you had just gotten to town or I don't know what the scenario was, but we were going to meet up, hang out. It was. At the bar. And so we're sitting there and we're just, you know, chilling, having some drinks, having a good time, talking to the bartender. Her name was also Ashley, you know, shocker, there's more Ashley's in this world, but, um, you know, we're talking to her and we're talking amongst ourselves, having a good time. And, uh, you know, there was a chick sitting next to us, and uh, her name is Emma. Emma was just sitting there chilling, and she was listening to us the whole time. Come to find out, she was listening to us the whole time. But, you know, so she's, like, listening to us talk, and, you know, we didn't know she was there for the con. I mean, it's Vegas. You don't know what people are, are there for. I mean, by process of elimination, a lot of times you can figure out, you know, especially you in the post-hotel, you can figure it out. But, you know, I, I, I didn't really look at her too much, so I was just like, oh, it's just a stranger at the bar, whatever. Um, and we had mentioned something and she jumped in. She was like, oh my gosh, I love that. We were, a matter of fact, we were talking about person of interest. She's like, I love that show. Mm-hmm. So then she started talking to us and then we just started getting these different people that we met. And then throughout the whole weekend, you know, we would end up, you know, hanging out. Like I would like one day I was standing in line. I think Annette had gone to do something. And so I was holding a place for her, myself and Natalie in line to get into i think it was the legends panel i think i think it was katie and jess that day i don't remember but anyway we're standing in line and you know our friend emma is very tall so you can't miss her so i like see her walking across the room i was like hey emma what you up to and she's like oh we're about to go get in line and i was like yo okay not saying you should do this but just don't get caught i was like yo just cut me well well, here's the thing For sure, the R3 was we our spots were held, and we all, always inform the person behind you that you're holding a spot. Don't let yeah. people just cut. Yeah, like don't Ashley's that. about to do. <laughs> yeah, don't just let people cut. But like, um, I let them cut in front of me, so they the person that was behind me knew I had two spots other than myself. So at least let the person behind you know that you're holding spot uh, holding spots because the person in front of you doesn't care because they're in front of you. But person behind you, you know, can get a little grapey. So. I was like, dude, just hurry up and cut in front Rightfully of me. Rightfully right so, because we get irritated if people cut. Exactly. I mean, let's face it. I get mad. Let's go back to the Amy line with the six folks showing up that weren't there. Exactly. Like that, That I mean, limit the number of seats that you're holding. Like, if you were rolling deep with like four people, don't do that shit. Like, it's just, I mean, that's just not cool. Like, if you have four additional people that you're holding, so you essentially have five seats, don't do that because that's just rude. But like, if it's like under five, I feel like you can kind of get away with it if you're not a don't be a dick. Like yeah. be nice to people in line around you. Like, you know, just just be nice. And then people well, and also realize 
the fact of it is realize why why are you having to hold it is it just because somebody didn't want to get up out of bed well you know what sorry for you exactly um but if it's because they had another panel if they had a photo op or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah that's completely understandable and if you you tell that to the person behind you they get that too because you know what chances are they've been in that position or they've got somebody in that position they get it yeah and so i think like emma they had um i know she took a lot of photos last year so yeah she did a lot um, of photo ops. She, yeah she was so from she australia was, this was her first yeah so i'm pretty sure she was coming from a photo op because like the line had already been i mean the line was pretty much out the door by the time she got over there so i was like yeah just cut in front of me real quick because it was her and then her roommate it was two people so it wasn't like it was like a lot of people that she was rolling with that we had to save less seats for um but yeah i mean it worked out for her because she made a con buddy and then this, the reverse happened when we were coming from, like, I think we had split up that day, and uh, Annette had gone to some other panel. I had gone to a different panel, Nikki and Nora panel, and then we were like, hey, we'll meet up and go to, I think it was uh, the Carmilla. I think it was Carmilla, yeah, the Halstein mm-hmm. panel. So I was like, we'll meet up and go to that. And as we were coming down to go into that, Emma was in line, and she was like, hey, um, or no, I had texted her. I was like, yo, are you going to Halstein? And she's like, yeah, I'm already in line. I was like, can you save us two seats? I don't even know where Nat went. Nat went somewhere. Um, but anyway, it was just the two of us that yeah. day. So uh, so she was like, yeah, I got you. So then we went down there and we had a spot because my panel ended like not even 15 minutes before the start of the Halstein panel. And I think Nat, I think yours was like around the same time or like a few minutes mm-hmm. earlier. But either way, we were both making our way over to that line at the time. So I just reached out to Emma and I was like, you got me. She's like, yeah, I got you. And we were good. So we were able to navigate. That's a whole part of the whole navigating your con situation. Now, if you, you know, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, if you have anxieties about, you know, meeting new people and stuff like that, you know, I, I've, I had kind of anxieties about that in 2018. Cause I was like, you know, I don't know anybody. Like I don't really, when it comes to meeting people, I usually meet people through other people and then become comfortable around them. I don't usually like introduce myself. Like this is kind of a new thing for me doing stuff like this, but I made myself a deal before I went to um, ClexCon in 2018. I was like, I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone and I'm going to talk to people like that. That was, that was a goal of mine going was I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to get to know people, make some friends who are also nerdy because a lot of my friends don't do a lot of this shit. So I was like, you know, I want to step outside of that comfort area for myself and try to make something happen. And lo and behold, I did. But having con buddies, like, you know, if if you're comfortable with doing that, great, because it really can truly help you. Um, if not, then just plan the hell out of your day. Like, you literally yeah. regiment that shit to, okay, from this hour to this hour, I'm going to be here. From this hour to this hour, I'm going to be here. From this hour to this hour, I'm going to relax. Because you do need time to rest. Like, That's the thing. You help fight off con You drugs. need to find a spot to just step outside of it. Some of the mm-hmm. bigger cons will have like quiet rooms. Yeah. Um, I know some the smaller ones don't, but you know what? There's always you can step outside the main con floor and just get away from the people because here's the thing: it's overwhelming. One, because you're very ex- you're going to be in a group of people, and you know, two, you're excited because you're about to meet somebody that you're probably a fan of, whether that's a celebrity, an actor, actress um a a creator you know whether they're an author you know you're about to meet somebody that inspires you and that you connect with 
So that's going to be overwhelming in, a, in and of itself. So you may need time before, you may need time after. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, realize what you can handle and know that at some point, hey, I'm going to need to step outside of here just to collect myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and also to caveat to that, um, con crud, perfect segue for this. So con crud, um, if you've ever followed anything on Twitter or whatever, and people talk about con crud, it is real because I will tell you right Budget. now, when you are standing in line, you are in closed quarters. People don't take care of themselves the way you may take care of yourself. And they start spreading that shit around. So you do need to schedule time to rest because you're going to be ripping and running anyway. But schedule some downtime for yourself because that helps fight concred. I didn't get concred this year. Um, I looked out. I will, I will because, be honest you know, with I, you. I didn't I didn't have that whole regimented go 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 schedule like I did the year before, which I did get concrete. I lost like eight pounds <laughs> from <laughs> being sick. So this year I didn't get it because I had more of a laid back approach to my scheduling and had more time to rest. Well at least like rest of as far as getting away from people, because I didn't really sleep because I was up with a net all the time. But um mm-hmm. just staying away from people helped just having that downtime um helped me so i didn't get con crud which was awesome because everybody got sick as a dog look there are i'll tell you me and natalie are religious about this whether it's con crud or if we're getting on a plane or anything like that um you know the emergency i mean you can find something that works for you there's emergency i have a my favorite is this symbol call um Mm -hmm. and it's this little like purple tablet uh, just the effervescent type thing and it's got vitamin c but it's got zinc in it Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will start that like a week before I know I'm going to be at the convention. I will start two of those a day just to, you know, some people say it doesn't work for me. I believe it does. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Even if it's in my head, it works. But I'll do like two of those a day up until and then I maintain that through the con. And even if I do get, you know, like I feel like because, you know, you may get like a cold, you may get something. You're around a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I feel like it doesn't last near as long when I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to prepare. Um, so, I mean, I live in the desert. So as far as like hydration, that's that goes without saying, but like know where you're going to. Um, you know, if you're going to a con that's outside of your state or your country, you're, if it's in a different climate, um, be aware. Uh, perfect example, you know, ClexCon is in Vegas. Vegas is very dry. And mind you, it's in April, so it's not too hot. Um, it's actually pretty nice in April here. But um, you still need to hydrate, 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 because it's still dry. So Chapstick, if you're coming, people. Yeah, if you're if you're coming from the East Coast, if you're coming from someplace that has humidity and moisture and stuff like that, you're used to only having to drink so much water. You need to drink extra when you come out here. Like it's just it's just a thing. Chapstick as well because it's very dry and lotion. People, all right, pause for a second. There are so many ashy people in the lines. It was kind of ridiculous. Like lotion. Again, it's a dry, arid climate. Like your skin is going to immediately start losing moisture the moment you get on the plane. And then when you get off the plane, it's like the atmosphere takes a straw and sticks it in your arm and then sucks all the moisture out of your body. So between (laughs) hydration, chapstick and lotion, you should be good. And please lotion, y'all. Nobody wants your flaky skin, you know, all over the place. That's gross, first of all. And then if you're rooming with somebody... Like, just make sure you, you know, respect their 
stuff and respect their space as well. So, you know, take care of yourself. Like, some people, y'all, I won't lie, when you go to cons, people are nasty, okay? Like, this well, is that like... Brings the... us into, let's think about hygiene, okay? Exactly. That brings um, us into the con hygiene, okay? You need sure to take a shower. Take a shower at least once a day. Thank at you. At least once a shower. day. Shower, all right? You standing, okay, standing in line, while it may not be that physical, per se, you're still walking, because you got to walk all over the place. You're yeah. walking, so you're moving, all right? Then you got to walk from your room to the place. Then you got to walk from the place that you're in to all the different panels. And if you're doing artist alley, like you're walking up and down aisles. So you're moving. Your body is moving. When you move, you perspire because that's how your body cools itself. All right. It's basic biology, people. You're going to stink. All right. You sitting up in your nasty drawers for two days because your ass did not shower. <laughs> That's gross. And then you're going to go stand in line. And then now we have to smell your stanky ass for two hours because we're waiting in line with you. Like, be courteous. Take a shower. If you have to schedule in your phone to take a shower, then do whatever it is you need to do to make sure you go and take a shower. Like, it's not that hard. This year, like, I literally, I didn't sleep that much. I wasn't in my room that often because I was constantly gone. But I made sure when I woke up the next morning, I took a shower. So I was fresh and clean yep. every single day because I didn't want anybody having this conversation that we're having right now about me. So shower, people. And also use deodorant like or some form of something for your pits. I'm sorry. If you're a naturalist kind of person, there is things that you can well, use. I mean, let's think, but it's let's hot, think about it. There are, there are some people that cannot use exact Can't use antiperspirant. But those people... I feel like those people are very highly aware of that, and they exactly. do other things. Yeah, we're talking. We're not talking about the people that have an issue with, you know, some people have a body odor no matter how much they shower. We're not talking about that. We're mm -hmm. talking about people like me and Ashley here that we got no problems other than we just walking our asses around, take you a bath. Yeah, yeah. Like if you have issues and stuff like that, I mean, you know, you know what to do. Like everybody knows if you have something to like, like Annette said. You know what to do, and you you do your best. Like, that's all you could do, and that's all anybody can ask for. But the people who are just lazy, who just don't want to shower because they just don't want to, and they don't feel they need to, that's gross, and it's rude, and fuck you. Like, that, no. Like, that's not cool, man. You, you know we're in close quarters, because they, they, you know, herd you into these little line stalls, like, you know, cattle. So you're jammed yeah. in, and they literally make you jam. Like, they will tell you, you need to scoot closer, because they try to shove as many people into the little line thing as much as they can. So you're close with people. That's another reason why to get friends. Because if you get friends and they don't smell, then you don't have to smell the funk around you. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, so they, like, shove you in here, and you got people that ain't showering. Because, like, honestly, y'all, by day three, it is rank. Like, some people just do not shower the mm -hmm. whole weekend. And I'm like, you're not camping, first of all, okay? Now, if you were, like, in the middle of nowhere by yourself and there was no access to water, which I don't get why you would do that, but whatever, if you do, different story. Ashley doesn't in, camp, people. That's you're another in, story. You're in a, you're in a four-star hotel or, you know, even if you're not even staying at the host hotel, you're, you're staying somewhere. You have access to running water. You can shower, Okay. Or even if you don't shower, sponge off. Like, just get the areas that have a tendency to smell, get them clean, okay? Like, just take the time to do it. Trust me, 
You don't want to be the person who smells on the line. You don't want to be that person. Just don't be lazy and, and get it done. Okay. Like, and then also helps with con crud as well, because if you take care of yourself, if you don't change mm-hmm. your routine as far as your hygiene goes, because you're touching doorknobs, you're touching, you know, all you're kinds of chairs, people. touching people. Like, I mean, it, people are nasty. Okay. Like if you're doing your regulated, you know, regimented um, hygiene routine, then you'll be fine, you know, but it helps fight off concrete as well if you're hygienic. So that's another reason why you should shower and take care of yourself because it's going to help you fight off concrete. Um, I don't really prepare so much for concrete. I just, I mean, I've been very blessed to have a very good immune system. So if I, you know, rest and I, um, uh, you know, to basically take care of myself, do my hygiene, you know, that kind of stuff, I don't get it. Um, I don't really have to do much. It's like as far as like emergencies and that kind of stuff. Um, but I will say I do like uh, probably about two days before. I don't take pills. I, I usually drink tea. Like um, we keep this like echinacea based uh, tea in my house, usually for mm-hmm. when we're sick. But I usually have like like maybe a cup or two of that because um, it has tons of vitamins and, and different things in it. Not your standard like cold vitamins, but um, it just kind of helps boost your immune system just a tad. Um, but that's about it. Like, I don't really do anything too regimented for that. I just, you know, like I said, my my new approach to kind of con going as far as just like kind of going with the flow seemed to really work for me this past year. So I kind of going to take that same approach. Mind you, next year will be a little bit crazier because there's just so much going on. Um, but even still, like, Another thing, too, like when you're doing your, your con schedule, if you can't make something, a lot of times the panels are online. Like you can go to their YouTube yeah. channel and find the, the panel that you may have missed and watch it. You know, a lot of times so like this year um, at ClexCon, like if I I didn't really miss anything, but if I did, um, I could just go back to my room at the end of the night, go back to my room and watch whatever panel it was that I missed. So you can still watch what happened. Um, I will say this, though. If you do that and you don't want to know spoilers, don't get on social media because some people will spoil it for you. Um, right. Well, you know, a lot of people, I would say avoid that. And here's but. the thing. A lot of people will uh, live tweet from panels mm-hmm. or live tweet their experiences because there are a group of us. Because let's face it, conventions are expensive. We're going to get into the budget later, people. But mm-hmm. conventions are expensive. So there's a lot of people that can't go. That's the there's a group of comic hands and I'm in that I'm in that group a lot. I mean, I do go to like I will go to a larger one typically once a year, but I have saved up for a year prior to that because I know one I've got to have a ticket to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm going to Vegas, you know, I'm going to have to have a plane ticket. Luckily, if it's in Atlanta, I get to drive because I'm in Nashville Um, or, you know, so if it's the bigger ones like, yeah, you're the ticket's going to cost more. You're probably paying 125 to 150 for the entire weekend which Mm -hmm. is in grand things that's not bad but you don't get i won't say you don't get autographs like when i did the erpercon in um new orleans my um my ticket and it wasn't a vip or anything but my ticket actually came with a uh a photo op and one autograph so i mean it was that was great you know so it just depends on the convention yeah um they a lot but, of them have those, those like a lot of the smaller ones, I should say, have those like 
deals where yeah. um, it includes things. So you pay a little bit more, but if you do the math really and truly, if you got like a general admin, say general admin tickets, $150, you know, plus taxes, um, plus a $40 autograph, it's $190. But like the the con is selling a, a you know, a VIP ticket, whatever, for $210. Well, if you think about it, it's about the same price. So this way you could just kind of, you know, save money. It, it can sometimes it can save you money. Sometimes you spend a little bit more. It just depends on what your budget is. Um, yeah. You know, look and you the, can and you can con on a pricing. You can yeah. You and can it'll con tell on you what to include on it. Yeah, you can con on a budget. I do it all the time. Like I so this year I did two cons. I did um, ClexCon in Vegas, which is the the biggest one. Well, not really the biggest one. Um, that was the most expensive one that I did. Um, and then I went to the Phoenix Fan Fusion here in here in Arizona. Um, that's in my, you know, it's in my city. So it's, I, as far as like, I didn't have to pay for any accommodations. Um, you know, the transportation to get there was $7. Um, cause I took the light rail in. So light between light rail and not even a tank of gas, I think $22 total for transportation. My ticket for all three days was, uh, $80, I think. I think it was $80, mm-hmm. something like 80 or a hundred bucks, something like that. Um, for all three days, general admission, all three days. Um, there wasn't anybody there that I wanted autographs for. Honestly, I went just to kind of go experience it, just to see what my city had to offer. Because it's been here for years and I've never gone. So I was like, I want to go this year. And then I had some friends that uh, were working it. So I went and hung out with them and um, went to some of the uh, fan events and different things. Um, so And that's you know, another thing. Are you talking about having friends there? Well, mm-hmm. a lot of mo- all of the conventions always need volunteers. Yep, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My college days, I would volunteer for everything. Like because being in Nashville, we had a ton of like um, we had CRS, we had Americana Fest, they had all these you know music conventions that would come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would volunteer for that. And here's the thing: I would work a four hour shift and you know an eight hour shift or whatever. Then they'd give me a pass for either the day or the weekend, and I could go and see you know the different concerts or experience some of the panels or anything yeah. like that. And that's the same way with these fandom conventions, mm-hmm. you know, there's volunteer opportunities and it'll, they'll tell you volunteer. They'll have an application process. I mean, you've got to be able to do some work. I mean, you may have yeah. to lift 50 pounds or something. Cause you never know what you're going to be doing. You may be mm-hmm. man in a booth. You might be an artist, to escort. You may be setting up the panel room. You may, you know, there's a million things that has to be done that gets us pulled off. So yeah. if you can't afford the ticket, but it's in your area, or even if you could get there by driving or anyway, you know, if mm. you can get there, but you're like, oh, I, I can't afford that con ticket, you know, check out a volunteering opportunity. Yeah. I mean, they, there's, they there's a lot of you, ways. Don't they, they give you it's free admission if you're a, you're a volunteer, right? Most of the time. Yeah. And, and well, that's the thing. And it's, it just depends on the con. Um, mm. Some of them, they'll give you a weekend pass. Some of them, they'll give you a pass for that day. Or dependent if you work the night shift, you'll get a pass for the next day. I mean, it's that type of thing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. if you're if you're flexible enough to do that, I mean, you could still con on a budget. Like this, like this this year when I went to Vegas, like I rode with a friend from Phoenix. We're only four hours from Vegas, so we drove, which saved a ton of money because it's a tank of gas because it's a straight shot. So, um, you know, so twenty dollars for gas. I gave I gave twenty dollars to my ride for gas, so I had twenty dollars for gas. Um. And so that that got me to Vegas. And then, you know, of course, you have your room costs. I roomed with somebody. So that split the cost in half. 
Um, let's see what else. Uh, food. I brought food um, with me. My hotel room didn't have a mini fridge. So I got hella creative because I drove. So I brought this big ass cooler that <laughs> I just filled with ice. And that was my refrigerator if I needed, you know, to cool anything. So, I mean, um, you know, you, there's there's ways that you can con on a budget like it's you just have to be creative. Like if you're creative with it, you know what your budget is, you know what you are willing to spend and, you know, everything. Because I knew I wanted I kind of wanted an autograph, but there were some weird things that were going on with like selfies and different things um, this year. So I was like, well, that limiting me because i was budgeting for selfies only not photo ops Mm -hmm. again making con friends i ended up getting a photo that i spent half the money on um splitting with with annette so and it was a great experience so you know there's there's definitely ways you can con on a budget um you know i got i got a lot of i spent so much money in artist alley this year i think i spent more money this year than i did last year because there's just so much really good stuff oh um that's the thing whether you're into fan art or anything like that, you may not know you're into fan art, mm-hmm. but going, uh, that's one thing I've learned going to the conventions and even the small one, like Nashville has mm-hmm. one every year. And I love going because I take my little niece, you know, and she goes, she cosplays like last year. She was wonder woman. This year she's going to mm-hmm. be captain Marvel. And that's a bonding experience for a cheap ticket. And whether we meet anybody or not, we're having a good time because yeah. we both we we enjoy the superheroes, we enjoy the fantasy, you know that type of stuff. It's a good yeah. time, and it's clean time, and I mean, you just I I don't know where I was going with that. I got distracted thinking about Presley as Captain Marvel. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> she so is she doing short hair Captain Marvel? Is she doing long hair Captain Marvel? She'll be Please longer. get her a wig. Oh, oh my god! You I should totally get her a wig, dude. You should totally <laughs> get her a wig. Oh my oh god. My god. I, I'm going to have to think about this. Oh, yeah. You do. You need to get her a wig because that would be awesome. (laughs) This little girl running around in this grown-ass woman's wig. Please, please get her the wig and take photos. (laughs) Oh, there would be photos for sure. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, Oh, we got totally distracted, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a good cosplay. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, people, you know... Uh, uh, as far as, as budgeting, like, you know, a lot of cosplayers, like, they spend a lot of money on their cosplay and stuff, so yes. they're probably, like, the queens and kings of, kings and queens of, uh, you know, budgeting, con budgeting, because, you know, they spend all this money on these costumes, and then it's like, hey, you know, I want to go or show off my costume and enjoy all the, you know, festivities and everything, but you gotta, you know, ball on a budget, so, uh, you know, it just, you just, you know, going in, like, Clexicon, because it's in Vegas, again, knowing where it is, like, it's in Vegas. So Vegas is expensive. Like, I don't care who you are, what you do, Vegas is expensive. So, sorry, total segue for a second. Don't bitch about the fact that it's expensive. It's Las Vegas, all right? You know that going in. But anyway. Well, I'll be honest with you. Any of the bigger cons are going to be expensive. Exactly. I mean, like, that's just you know the way that. It is. It's just but- the way it is. But, you know, people still have a tendency to bitch about it. And it's like, well, then don't go. Like, nobody is stopping you. Nobody's forcing you to go. All right? If mm-hmm. it's that big of a deal, nobody's forcing you to go. Fuck off. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But anyway, like, it's Vegas. So it is expensive. So if you plan on, you know, eating out every night, if you plan on, you know, drinking every night, I would recommend PB&J, man. You don't need a refrigerator for PB&J. <laughs> uh, That's true. Cup of noodles. 
hot water. All you need is hot water. Like, I mean, there's there's different things. Treat it like you did college. I mean, when you were in college, if you went to college, you ain't had no money. Like, you figured out ways to eat when you didn't have nothing. So if that means a cup of noodles or or uh, PB&Js or peanut butter sandwich, whatever. If you got bread and something to put between it, you're good. So, <laughs> and, and then not just that, but a lot of times, I didn't even eat every day. Like, I, like no. I would carry... Um, and we'll talk about this a little bit more too. Your your con bag, but I bought granola bars and I think chips, and I kept those in my backpack for the day, my day bag. So I usually would just nibble on that and water, and then I was good for the day. And then I would eat one meal, like one big meal. Like I would go to you know the the restaurant in there or whatever, and I would eat a meal if I didn't eat in my room. You know, eat a sandwich or whatever in my room. So. Um, you can you you can maneuver around the food budget. Alcohol. I went to the grocery store before I left Phoenix and bought alcohol and took it with me to Vegas. So it saved me money for to an extent on booze. Like you pregame in your room. Literally, cons. If you treat cons like you did college or <laughs> school, that's basically what it is. Like that's how it's you. A, like that's it, a great you know? point. You pregame before you go anywhere. Like when we like Ascension uh, at Clexicon, there's this big after party um, the night before the last day. And, and uh, I pregame. Like I went, I had like three drinks in my room. I shot those jokers back real quick, had a nice buzz going. I went downstairs to wait on a friend, um, had a drink, one drink at the bar. Um, another example for a drink is. Um, a lot of times in Vegas, they have these um, collectible cups. Keep your collect, buy one of the collectible cups because the refills are cheaper than buying a new drink every time. True so story. you spend a little bit more more money on the cup. But when in the long run, throughout the time that you're there, if you just want a quick drink and you don't want to go back to your room or whatever, keep the cup because then you could just go to one of the little bar spots in there and you have the cup and it's cheaper than buying a, a full drink. So just food for thought. But anyway. So I had my cup. I was just sitting there having, you know, had a drink, waiting for my friends. Friends came in, had a really good buzz going in. So I didn't buy any booze inside of the nightclub, which nightclubs in Vegas, you know, you're going to spend at least $20 on one damn drink. So why bother with spending that kind of money if you don't have to? So there's ways you can cut costs and and maneuver around the cost of an expensive city. Um, but for the most part, you should still go in knowing, hey, it is expensive. This is a larger con. It's going to cost me a little bit more money um, to do certain things. So just go in knowing that. Don't be naive or be some of these people that bitch about, oh, they shouldn't have it here. They shouldn't blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? It is here. It is what it is. Deal with it or don't go. I know. I mean, and not just to you know stay on Klexicon or anything. I mean, Atlanta. That's the two biggest cons yeah. I go to. And people will talk about that way about Atlanta. Atlanta's has been there for, I don't know, years. years. I would say at least 30-something, if not more. Um, and it, it's that. And honestly, and I know some people, when you go, you've got your ticket. Whether you get the whole weekend or you buy a date, you're going to have to pay for those autographs. Um, that's the thing of it is those actors and actresses, those people usually are not paid to be there. They come there and their money comes from the fans. You know yeah. what? And in the grand scheme of things, like you get an autograph and you'll get most most people, I will say, and this is a pretty good con standard that I've seen that mm -hmm. you will get the photo and you'll get an autograph from whatever item you want, whether you bring it or you pick a photo they have there. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then a selfie, you know, just a photo. That's just a photo at their table. Um, usually that's a 60 buck combo. That, and that's sixty seventy seventy dollars yeah yeah that's pretty reasonable um i know that and that i mean i know for you know some of the ones i've seen for a fact like kate seagulls was that way you know uh jess mccallan let's see uh katrina law was um even i mean when we met amy and sarah though amy and sarah was like i'm not charging for a damn photo with me like that was yeah. <laughs> sarah was like adamant she's yeah, like yeah no, i know you're not like, no. no no yeah I, i'm just giving them that okay you know but and that's not that's not typically the uh, individual, that's not the celebrity or whoever you're meeting that is making that price. That's usually a con standard, or it's their management. I mean, that's one of those things, you know, because yeah. they they have some equity being there. You know, they're worth something to be there. Them being there is what brings us into that con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, they should be paid for their time. I get that. That's not a pro- I don't have a problem with it. But I know that I'm not going to be able to see everybody. So that's why I'm like, all right, I'm going to be, this is the person I want. I'm guessing about this. Usually I'll, you know, plan 60 bucks for a person and then I'll put an extra 10 or 15 if I don't know. Um, I know for like, for this, this little horror convention that I just went to, um, they actually listed all the prices on the website beforehand. Uh, yeah. Clexicon is very good about that. Um, they'll yeah. usually list the prices up there. Um, and if you get, if you'd like the photo ops, it depends. I'm not a big photo op person. I do enjoy them on occasion. And that's where they're the staged photo with the actors and actresses. Um, you know, they're going to cost you a little bit more because it's a professional yeah. photo. Um, but you can usually have four people besides who, whoever the photo op is with in there. So if you've got a photo op with, you know, say for, you know, Sarah and Amy, that's, you know, a hundred bucks. But, you know, me and Ashley want to do it. That's 50. And if we want to add two more people, you know, that could essentially be 25 mm-hmm. for a photo. Yeah. It just depends on what you want and what you're willing to pay for it. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and that's sound advice because, like, you know, you're you're going because you want to see these people and you want to, you know, get the autographs and that kind of stuff. So majority, that's that's your, your I would say, travel, lodging, which, you know, I'll roll lodging in with travel. So travel and uh your photo ops and your autographs that that's going to be the bulk of your budget and food um, if you're not going to bring a cooler you're going to have yeah. food and, and that's and food, anywhere you, you know go. anywhere and that's, you go exactly and that's you know and then to like i said there's a, there's a ways around your food budget to where you don't have to put as much money but it just depends on how you eat like me you know i can i can survive off of granola bars and one large meal a day like I, that you know that's just how I am so depending on you know how you are if you need to eat three times a day then you may need to budget a little bit more if you have you no know, health reasons or whatever budget a little bit more for your food but really and truly the biggest part of your budget is going to be what you're going to the con for and how you're going to get to the con and where you're staying mm-hmm. like those are your, your biggest items um and you know a lot of the cons I some of them they're kind of vague with their pricing on photo ops and autographs and stuff like that which kind of sucks, but, um, you know, you can kind you can kind of research, um, the price if you can't find it. And the thing the is, you're not going to put it on a credit card because no. at these cons, cash, cash, there are some, sometimes there might be a card reader, but plan on yeah. it being cash. Plan on cash. Yeah. Um, and then also try to get cash before you go, because yep. if you go to an ATM inside it, I don't care if it's Vegas casino or if it's anywhere. 
that has an offsite ATM that's not your bank's ATM, yeah, you're paying like you're eight, gonna pay bucks. eight bucks to get your money out. So plan on trying to get it before you go. I mean, you know, shit happens and you need extra cash or whatever, so you have to pay the fee. Um, no big deal. Even though I will say, Tropicana surprisingly, it wasn't that expensive. It was only well, like three bucks. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So I mean, it just it varies, but just try to plan on getting your cash before you go. Um, what I did, because I didn't want to make another trip to the bank, is when I went to the grocery store to buy my food, that's where I got my cash. I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, it was 100 bucks for food and booze. And I was like, all right, I need $200 back in cash and got my $200. Like, you know, whatever. So you can, you know, there's ways around it. If you don't want to make extra stops, I get it. I don't like doing that kind of stuff either. Um, you know, you can get your cash. But I would say try to get it beforehand because ATM fees are different. And depending on your bank. Especially if you're coming from out of the country, like, you know, you have the currency exchange and all that kind of stuff. So try to try to do as much as you can before you go. So that way you don't have to spend any additional money you didn't really budget for when you left. So that way, you just, you know, it helps you out a little bit, helps your pocketbook a little bit. Because in two, having a little bit of extra money, because like perfect example, um, you know, like I said, this year I spent a ton of money in Artist Alley. I wasn't planning on it. Usually I plan on spending about a hundred between 100 and 150 bucks i i i do 150 bucks budget just in case i see something that i really really want that you know might cost a little bit more but i do about 150 bucks max is my budget i think this year i spent like 200 dollars because there was just so much good stuff but um you know uh artist alley um kid it's kind of it's a toss-up like sometimes there's like amazing stuff and you're just like oh i want all the things and then there's other times where it's, it may not be as great, so you you definitely stay within your budget. Um, but I try to budget, yeah, uh, 100, 150 bucks, 150 on the, just like to err on the side of caution, just to have that extra cash, just in case we need it for anything else. Um, you know, it's there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, budgeting and, you know, after you do your first one, I think the first one is the hardest one because you don't really know what you're getting into. So once you do your first one and then when you start budgeting for your second one, it gets a little easier because then you're like, all right, I know, you know, during the day I wasn't really hungry because I was moving around so much. My granola bars are fine. I don't really need so much money for food. So you can kind of tweak your budget a bit when you do your first one because you kind of know how you feel and how kind of how you navigated your days and stuff um to determine you know what stuff you can cut out what money you can cut from certain parts of your budget and add to others um because that's kind of what i do is i kind of look at all right last year i did x this year based off of who i know is going and what i want to do this year i know i can move funds from you know my artist alley budget to my photo ops and autographs budget or whatever you can kind of navigate that and and figure out what works best for you for your next con um but uh, speaking of con, so uh, one good thing to have, uh, day bag. Uh, gotta have a have con a back, bag. Gotta have a con bag. Uh, definitely have a backpack of some sorts to carry your purchases and other items, food, chapstick, water, um, you know, your necessity type things. And also to carry your, you know, the art you get, um, you know, the photo print off of your photo ops. Um, just, you know, so that way your hands are free, um, because that way you can navigate, you know, moving around a little bit easier. I mean, if you're standing in line, you don't want to constantly have to be p- picking stuff up and putting it down because you're moving so slowly. 
You don't have to be doing all that. If you have a backpack, it's strapped on your back. You're good to go. Um, my so my bag typically looks like um, I got like I usually keep about two granola bars in my bag, a uh, bag of chips or like some kind of fruit snacks or something. You know, just some little snack just item. Snack. Uh, in my bag, um, chapstick I keep in my pocket, but chapstick, um, water. Gum. Definitely have water. Keep yourself hydrated. Water. Um, and then, uh, depending on what I have. So last, so this year at ClexCon, I got a lot of posters. And so I had a poster in you know, the cardboard poster holder. I had that with me. Um, I'm, I'm going to upgrade you on this poster thing. What do you there, got? Because, like you drove, if you're going on a plane or anything like this, get you a poster tube. You can get them. They're telescopic. Where they go down shorter or they go up taller because posters oh. are different sizes, yeah. And they got a strap on it, so you are able to put that, just hang that over your back, and you don't have to worry about anything getting bent. Oh, cool, good to know. Yeah, I like like I said, the big one I go to is just been driving distance, so I literally can just throw all my shit in the car. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you fly, definitely take that advice because it's definitely going to save you some drama. You know, how TSA could be so. Um, alleviate mm-hmm. any stress if at all possible. Um, yeah, because girl, this girl ain't getting the L word poster bent. We know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like the the cardboard ones. I mean, they're great. You know, for short distances, and you know, if you know it's not gonna get crushed by any means, then you're good. Um, my cardboard one is small enough to where it fits in the cup holder of my backpack. And lays flush against my backpack, so it's not, you know, sticking out all over the creation yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So mine's like perfect size for me. Um, you know, if I get a bigger poster, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I usually try to stay within, you know, smaller poster range. But anyway, um, so I had that, um, and then our friend Natalie, I totally stole this idea from her. I'm gonna start doing this year. Is she does for her autographs, like the photos she gets autographed or photo ops or whatever. She has a binder that she keeps and that's how all of her stuff stays you know straight and flat and doesn't get bent is she puts her photo ops and her um autograph photos in this binder and i just recently started mine uh like two days ago because i have a couple of uh, photos like i put my photos i just rolled them up and put them in my poster tube um and then took some big books and flattened them out when i got home but um, I like I I, did, I never saw that before until this year when um, I was with Natalie and Annette. So I was like, that is a great idea, and so I'm totally stealing that from now on because it's easy to transport. It's a you know it's a binder, so it's a, it's a smaller one. It's not the big honkin' three ring binders. It's a smaller three ring binder, no. but it fits in a backpack easily. Um, you know, you just get the inserts you know from like Office Depot or Staples or whatever Walmart. And then you can put the clear um, inserts in there and then just drop your photos in there and then you're good to go. And your your binder fits in your bag very easily. Drop that shit in there and you're on your way. So that's what my bag looks like. Um, Annette, what you got? Uh, mine is pretty similar. I'll admit to that. Um, I do prefer the backpack. Um, I do have, for the smaller ones, I actually just have like a little messenger bag or whatever that I throw over. But it definitely, take a reusable water bottle. Um, yeah. Water you may not be able to be able to buy a plastic water bottle and let's think about it. We're all trying to be more conscious because we only have, you know, one world. We're trying to save the one we got, but, uh, use a, I have always have a reusable water bottle. There's either a water fountain or most cons now have refill stations for these water bottles. Um, that's my number one. 
So you always got something ready to drink. Uh, I usually, I actually, you know, I'll have a bag of chips or a granola cliff bar or something like that. But I actually usually always have an apple, two or three apples that because they're easy um, to transport. You know, I just wash them, dry them off before I toss them in. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't carry all of things that you had. Those were really good. Oh, man. I th- those are the that's it bars is what it were. Is what oh. it was. Yeah, that's it. And th- that's it. It's called T-H-A-T. Yes, it, IT. That's it. Because all it is is actual pressed fruit into a bar. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's really good. Um, so, yeah, those, um, there's always, I've always got gum or mint because let's face it, you're going to be talking to people. Mm-hmm. You do not want to have nasty breath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's, um, I do, I usually have a folder in my bag because I'm usually rolling to these things with Natalie. So we just share one binder. But definitely, if we weren't together, I would definitely have that binder as well. Um, camera, because um, here's the thing, I do have, I usually, you know, selfies or anything, I'm usually taking those on my phone, but I do have a nicer, di- you know, digital camera that I like to carry to the panels, if you're into that thing, and, you know, I've gotten some really nice shots of, you know, Katie and Jess McAllen, and, you know, just the panels that I've gone to over the years, Um, you know, even way back to Lost Girl, so, you know, if you're into that, you know, your camera will work in that. Um, I usually antibacterial. Uh, Anti, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, or the wipes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually have these. They're face wipes mm-hmm. because let's face it, you go throughout the day. Um, your face gets a little bit oily. I'm not a makeup wearer anyway, but I just like to take the time to just wipe my face down. It makes me feel fresh, and I feel pretty happy after that. But um, yeah, it's just like what what would you carry? I'm going to say in your purse. I don't carry a purse, yeah. but um, I do. I have a work bag. That's my purse. Mm. But, you know, what do you need every day? That's what you're going to need at the con plus a few little extras. Yeah. Um, oh, I also I forgot to mention, and this is just me. I'm weird. I'm kind of a germaphobe. I also carry the little portable, um, um, oh, what are they called? Oh, God, what are they called? Um, toilet seat covers. Charmin mm-hmm. makes his little travel size. <laughs> toilet seat cover. I go to Europe every year, so I I just I keep I get them anyway. But I keep those in my uh, con bag because going to the bathroom, mind you, a lot of times I just walk back to my room. But if I don't have time to do that and I have to use the restroom, um, I will carry that. So um, again, that's just me. I carry hand sanitizer. I carry those um, and uh, and everything else pretty much in that set. So our yeah, our bags are pretty similar. Um, but you know, you make a bag that that works for you like she said if you, if you carry a purse what you carry in your purse um basically just the things that you need um like my for my camera situation my phone is amazing i love the camera on my phone so i just use oh, my phone. always have oh, an phone. extra external battery but, for yeah your that phone. was my next that was my next uh point is have a external like my like i said i have a really really good phone so the battery life on that joker mm-hmm. what i do um, two is if you don't want to carry an external one or you don't want to pay the money for an external battery, what I usually do is I turn my phone on airplane mode yep. um, when I'm in panels. Like if I'm walking around, like if I'm not with anybody, like say me and Annette split up or if I split up with my friends, if I'm walking around, I turn the cell phone part of my phone on because I need, you know, if somebody needs to get a hold of me or whatever, I turn that on. But if I'm in a panel or if I'm, you know, in a, doing something, then I turn on airplane mode because that'll save your battery because you're not, you know, you're not pulling in 
data um, and just use the phone as a camera. So that's what I do. And that saves my battery. Like, I can literally charge my battery up overnight, 100%. And then by the time my day is over, and we're talking, a, you know, 18-hour day, just about, um, I'm down to about half of my battery. So I still have like 50% left of my battery. So um, that's just a little tip that I use. I don't, t- I don't carry an external battery. Um, I just usually keep an extra charger in my backpack if I need to. Um, but turning it on airplane mode definitely um, helps the most because uh, that way you don't have to worry about losing so much battery. Um, and then also making sure my Wi-Fi is off because you can still, you know, everybody has hotspots now. Mm-hmm. So you can still pull down Wi-Fi if you absolutely need to. Um, but a lot of, you know, social media sites and everything, like say if you wanted to post something like during, you know, a panel or whatever, um, while in airplane mode, it'll hold on to that until you get service and then it'll post it the moment you get service. So a lot of times, like I just use the camera option and then I'll just post whenever I feel like it. But if you're one of those people that have to immediately do it, but you're trying to hold on to your battery and you don't have that external battery, um, you can still, you know, you probably already know this, but you can still post things once you get service. It'll hold on, it'll store it until you get service or signal and then it'll it'll post it for you. So, um, you know, that that's an option too. But uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, it's, it's so weird. Like, I'm not like a, a hardcore con vet because I've only been to three. But like after really and truly, you do your first one, you're kind of battle hardened. You kind of know what works. You kind of know what doesn't work for you. Um, you know, and then if you get con buddies, you can kind of coordinate with them, like what you guys plan on doing. Because a lot of times, too, a lot of stuff that goes on that isn't panel related. Like I went to Phoenix uh, Fan Fusion and there was a uh, it was a, a comic themed drag show that i oh went oh my god uh, i would great. have loved that it was awesome um so i mean there's different little things um you know at Clexicon, you have the big after party of ascension there's pool party um you know there's all kinds there, of different there's things all these external different... fan yeah. meetups you know mm-hmm. because meetups. most of these conventions there's several different fandoms like you'll have a white owner Earth, you'll have a legend of tomorrow you'll have firefly you'll have uh you know star you know star wars star trek any of that any of these cons it's a great and- um that's a great way to meet other people, too. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to like, talk to anybody know, in line, you can go to one of those things. Like at 5 o'clock this afternoon, we're going to meet at this bar. Or we're going to meet at this restaurant or whatever. And even if it's not con-related, they still do these meetups, you know. You yeah. can always go to that and you get to, you know, meet these like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you could find you could end up finding a buddy in one of these meet-and-greet type deals, you know. Um like I, I like this year. I went to an off-site nightclub just because I was bored and you know I was invited to go. So you know, but, but I went with people that I met. It well, I met it was my friend Emma who met at the bar. But you know, some of the people that she had met at at the pool party or like the speed friend. There's a speed friending event. I mean, always look at the whole con schedule, like because that's really gonna have really have an effect on how you plan to attend everything um, and how you plan for the, the event. But, you know, look at going to some of the other stuff that isn't panel related, you know, like these meet and greets, these fan meetup, these fan group meetup stuff. Um, what else? Uh, uh, speed friending events, uh, drag show, um, you know, uh, burlesque show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all kinds of just different things um, that you do that are not, panel 
and show quote unquote show related, you know, in that sense. Like it might be show themed, like your favorite show or character would have themed, but um, you know, that's it's an option and it's a great way to meet other people too. Cause uh, you could, like I said, you could find a con buddy in a line. That's great. I mean, you could have a story like me and Annette's where you're just standing in line and you meet and boom, you find out you're both pretty much the same person. You yeah. can have that kind of event or you could go to these like fan meet fan group things and you know, it's smaller, it's a little more intimate. So it's not as intimidating as having you turn around and immediately talk to a stranger. Um, Cause they do like icebreakers and different things um, to try to help out with that. Um, so, you know, definitely check some of those out cause they, it helps, you know, you know, if you go by yourself, you know, that's great that you're going by yourself and everything, but it is a lot more fun if you are able to hook up with some people and, and attend things together, um, because you get to geek out with somebody who, who gets it. Like, yeah, they it's understand. one thing like if you have a, exactly. Like if you bring a friend or you bring somebody with you and they're not really into this kind of stuff, it's a little hard because they're not going to get excited for the same things that you're going to get excited for. Um, and that can kind of, that can, that can kind of put a little bit of a damper on your experience to, at least to me, I think. Um, but you know, just, you know, meet some people, meet some like-minded individuals. I will say one more rule before we wrap this up is um, cosplay. Now, if you see cosplayers and you really like what they're doing, like, I mean, I saw this one. It was, I don't, I don't know if I told you about this in that. It was uh, these cosplayers that did uh, Delphine and Cosima from Orphan Black. No, you didn't and tell they me. Looked, and they looked exactly like them. It was hilarious. It was, I mean, like, their costumes, everything was spot on. And I saw them walking in the hall, and I was like, hey, you know, I, your costumes are great. I love them. Can I take a picture? I asked to take a picture. When, you, when it comes to cosplayers, like, they, they like it when people appreciate the work that they put into their costumes. But still be courteous and ask if it's okay to take their photo. That this goes some- for anything, not just yeah. cosplayers. They're, we are in other people's spaces and mm-hmm. in their, you know, personal space. All through these conventions, no matter... What it is, if it's, you know, another con goer, an artist, uh, you know, one of the celebrities, a, a panelist, anything. You're in these other people. So be courteous up to them and ask before you, you know, yeah. take a photo before you hug them. Some people are not huggers. Yeah. Um, You know, so you may be having these overwhelming feelings and you want to express that. But just be cautious of, hey, yeah, what I do can affect somebody else's personal space, um, mm-hmm. how they feel or anything like that. So just say, hey. Do you mind if I take a photo? Are you okay if I hug you? Are, are you a hugger? You know, it, it's it's not awkward. It's anything like that. Most of them are very accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, they, and they appreciate it, too. Like, yeah. the Casima the and Delphine, like, they were like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, I mean, they were so, like, thankful that I asked. And then they were, you know, they, they thought it was awesome that I appreciated the hard work that they put into their costume. And so it just made it a pleasant experience for all three of us, you know? Um, and with artists as well, like, like a lot of times I let them kind of dictate how things are going to go. Um, perfect example when, um, when we met, when I met Katrina Law, like she's a hugger, like she loves oh, 100%. Hugging. And, you know, and like I said, I, I'm a kind of person where I let, I let them kind of dictate how this is going to go because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. My biggest issue when it comes to certain things and people taking advantage of situations is I don't want to, I don't want to be the person who ruins it for the next person like that's kind of my rule so i let them dictate how how this is gonna go you know if they're huggers and they want to hug me great i mean i ain't gonna say no 
But, um, <laughs> you know, but I let them make no, that determination. No, you cannot hug me. Yeah. <laughs> I let them make that determination because I want them to have a great con experience just like I want to have a great con experience because I want them to come back. Like, if you do shitty stuff, they're not going to come back. Like, I this could be a whole other episode and I don't want to go too much into it, but there are some people out there who feel that they're entitled to, you know, a certain way that they are treated by these celebrities or whatever. And, you know, and they treat them like shit. And it's like, and then you get surprised when they don't want to come back. Like, why are you surprised? You decided that you wanted to be an asshole. And so they don't want to deal with it and they don't have to. Like a lot of times, especially with these smaller cons, they ain't getting paid for this shit. So they're doing this because they love their fans. And then you go and you ruin it for the fans who actually respect that they are giving their time. And wanting to be there, and you're just just don't be an asshole. Like let them kind of dictate that. If you have you know issue with people touching you and that kind of thing, you know what? If you just let them know, like you know they're they're fine. They they accommodate that kind of stuff. Like just just don't be an asshole. Like be courteous. Be you know respectful of people's personal space. Um, you know even if it's a photo, like I said for cosplay or whatever, you know just ask. Um, like I said, 99% of the time, cosplayers will 100% let you yep. take a photo. Because, like I said, they're super proud of what they've done and they want people to appreciate it. But, you know, sometimes, like, they've been taking pictures all day and they don't want to anymore or they're tired or they're eating. You know, don't be, like I said, don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be, be mindful of where you, you know. are when you ask for things. Exactly. Like, don't interrupt nobody when they eat. Yeah, like, that's just rude. Um, so, you know, I mean, your dog will look at you crazy if you interrupt them when they're eating. So you can imagine how it feels for people. Just don't, you know, just, just don't be an asshole, and things will work out fine. Um, I mean, that's really it. That's I think that's, that's column yeah. one-on-one right there. I mean, you've got, but we gave you some budgeting tips. We gave you, you know, backpack tips. Um, I mean, we gave you a lot of good stuff, I think. Uh, a lot of this information... I would have loved to have known before I went to my first one, um, just because, like I said, I had a really great experience, so it worked out very well for me. But just little things I would have liked to have known um, before I went um, would have helped me out drastically. Um, but we hope that our tips and tricks and advice help you if you're going to your first one, or if you're going to like your 18th one and you just didn't think about certain things. Like, I mean, you never know. This information could be useful to in, to anybody. So. Um, we hope that it was at least somewhat useful to some of y'all that are listening. So um, that's pretty much all we got for y'all today. Um, as always, you can find us on our Anchor page at anchor.fm backslash I Can Ship a Pod. Uh, we are on Twitter and on uh, Instagram at I Can Ship a Pod. We appreciate you guys listening. Please, please, please. We like we like hearing from people. So leave us some voice messages. You have the ability to leave voice messages on our Anchor page. Um, let us know how we're doing. Um, and then too, like we said earlier, if you need a con buddy and you're going to, you know, one of the cons we're going to, and we'll let you know which ones we're going to, um, you know, sooner we get closer to the time for some of them. Um, you know, if you're going to need a con buddy, let us know. Like I said, we don't bite. We talk no. a lot, but we don't bite. We're pretty so, friendly. Yeah, you know, we'll 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 take you under our wing. I mean, we we like to go go go. So if you're able to do that. You're good. You can hang. We're good with that. So, um, but yeah, just let us know. I mean, we're friendly, so um, we'll we'll take you under our wing and and hang out with you, and we'll have some have a good time geeking out on some stuff. 
Uh, but uh, that's it. Uh, this is the I Can Ship Pod. I'm Ashley. And I'm Annette. And that's going to do it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.